UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, Howling in the Street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show.
Hey, what's up, guys? I'm here. <laughs> that was so funny. I was, <laughs> oh my god, um, I I that I don't know why that kept playing over and over again. But um, I have no. I what I did was I installed Blog Talk Radio Studio 
on my computer. So yeah, I have that running right now. So I have two hours left that I scheduled on that. Like, so you call, you can call from your, um, your phone and then, uh, you, you, we'll, we'll see if this works. Uh, let me see if I got any calls yet. I'm checking the board, nothing yet. So, but I mean, we can continue to just talk in the chat. The reason why I did this was because earlier we got into the, like when I put a video out earlier, we started talking about the Las Vegas alien and then people were talking about David Grush too, whether that whistleblower is the real deal. Um, I don't know enough about him. I mean, I watched a little bit on Truth Seekers and he seemed to like not have that big of an, you know, an opinion. Oh, someone's calling. Oh, oh, oh a couple of people are calling. Here we go. Let's see what this is. Hey, you're my first caller. How's it going? Who is this? Black. No, you're in, you're my first caller ever. You're my first caller ever. How you doing? Oh, I am. Yeah, you're my first caller ever. So, okay, so I was trying to be your first caller, by the way, and I made it. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, so what's going on? Um, okay, so this is what's going on. I am a 54 year old woman. I'm a therapist too, but I get visited every night every night. Do you have any and idea what might be visiting you? Yes. So, and I have pictures, I have videos, my neighbor, she sees them, they follow me around. I can even send you a picture now if you want. But, um, sometimes they look like dogs. Sometimes they look like different animals. But I've also seen beings that have really, really long heads. Wow. And they come inside my place, and it was because I asked for physical proof over and over and over again for like eight months when that happened. But uh, my car engine broke, my hybrid battery broke. I'm without a car now because of that, and my mind's been blown many times. And. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know how much information you want me to say. What, what do you think's going on? Who do you think's visiting you? Okay, so this is what I know is going on, okay? So, when I was a little girl, I got visited. And I had 10 hours with, um, I can't remember her name now, Barbara Lamb. Can I remember her? Because I am a hybrid human. Now, my parents if they ever knew I said that in public. But I have physical differences that I was born with. So I see the world differently. For example, when I watch when I watch you on my phone, you pop out of my phone and I see you in three D. No way. I have that visual kind of eye. I'm serious. So that only started about a year ago. So I have the visual type of autism that Temple Grandin has, my neurologist told me. And I told him everything I was seeing except for the aliens and the ships. Because, you know, I didn't want to go that far. But I told him how I could ask my mind to show me photographs of myself when I've got my healthiest. And it showed me a, a reel of pictures of myself from top to bottom of all the different phases of my life where I was healthy. And then I started using my mind to do more and more and more and more. 
and it just turns out that it's just natural for me. And I know why. It's because I'm a freaking hybrid. And it's been making me feel like I was I've been dying for like four years. Do you have a lot of family? Do you have a lot of family and friends that you can tell this to, or, or do you really not have many people to talk to about? Because no. let me just tell you, like a lot of people are, are like that. They don't have anybody to talk to about this, and they don't want to. So like like coming. Instead of coming on a podcast and like you know being on video, this is a lot easier, you know. Yeah. Well, first of all, like just to make the call, I had I was majorly, majorly like like there's a pain right now in my head that most people could never handle, but I have it every freaking day, every day. There's I have I have implants two behind my right ear. I have one right underneath my chin. I have one on my right wrist that they just did because I had a bruise that was so huge. And then you can feel it. I had my neurologist feel them, my doctors feel them. They actually had me have three, three of those, um, what do they call those things you go through a machine and they scan you? A and CAT scan. They did those a CAT scan. They lost. Yeah, yeah, they lost my results the first time, and the insurance company said that they didn't understand because they were bills, they couldn't find them. And then they did it again, and they said, oh, no, everything's fine, and then they did it again, and they said there was, like, some kind of a, a cyst or something. But my neurologist lied. The first time I told him and he felt them, he had an assistant in his office with him because I was one of those cases that um, of autism that they're really interested in because of what I can see and do. Because I can do remote viewing naturally. Wow. I can do all kinds of stuff without any effort whatsoever. And now, all I do is I change. I, it's like I know how to make them like a radio dial adjustment, and I can do it. What, and now here's a question: Have you always had these? Um, have you always had these uh, powers, or did this just? Do you think this came on with the recent, like, what's going on, like how everybody's kind of waking up to their abilities? Like, do you think it's, or do you think you've always had them? Okay, so this is really fascinating. So uh, they kind of come and go, and then they there are times in my life where they're stopped or I don't have any contact with my star family. I get cut off because I'm I'm not I'm supposed to be more um, earthly, and I haven't been almost my entire life. But I can tell you that as a child, um, like a two years two years old, I was already seeing wild birds. And I was taking care of ferns. They were wild. Okay? And I had to let the few animals as a child. But I also drowned when I was eight. And I was dead. And I went through that and came back with messages. And then I had a different outlook on life after that. Like at eight, eight, I didn't want to come back. I, I remember trying to kill myself. And then through high school, I kind of had... Um, I went through a lot. I went through a lot of trauma. I was totally, I had major complex, complex trauma from being abducted, from them being drowned. I've had, I've had a lot of weird things happen to me. So I had complex trauma that seems to have, I know it sounds bad, but it, I think it is true that complex trauma can open us up to more forgiveness. Yeah, I I, I, I I think that's kind of what happened to me too. I, I think that's where I relate to you. I, really? 
Yeah, because I think, like, you know, I had a lot of trauma between the years of 2010 and 2012, and then, like, after that, I had my awakening, and it, it seemed to, like, it seemed to, like... And then I had a, um, the surgery went wrong because my brain felt everything. And then I had a Kundalini thing happen that night. And, uh, yeah, so 11, 2011, 12, that happened for a lot of people. So that happened for you around that time? Well, I mean, I had my awakening a lot more. I mean, you know, I used to listen to Art Bell when I was a kid, but then I kind of got away from it. But my, my bad trauma was in 2011, 2012. I kind of reawoke in 2016, but then my abilities kind of started coming on, it seems like, you know? Like it, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those years were, like, the worst for me because I pretty much couldn't walk, and I was dancing. I mean, my main hobby was dancing. Yeah. yeah, but I want you to know that in 2019, something happened where um, I, I had a diagnosis of cancer, and then I was starting to see weird things, and I thought it was because I was dying. So I started seeing energy like a Monet painting, so I literally thought I, I didn't have much time left. And um, then the cancer was gone because I, I healed myself. And um, and I feel that because I, I took a course from the Mind Valley Institute, and it ha and all I did was a forgiveness exercise I had, and I actually was able to get rid of it just by doing one exercise. But um, since then I've been really sick, and I have very low low bone density as if I'm space, like an astronaut would. Oh. So I have. Uh, really weird nerve damage too, and just like I've had. So um, I just want you to know, the last four years something happened. So my abilities increased by like 70, 80 percent. That's amazing. That's amazing. And but what, I want to ask you one one thing. But what like what? And you might be a good yeah. guest. You might be a good guest to have on sometime. But like if you ever feel comfortable enough to do that, you know. But it's no, no, no. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to now. Before I wasn't supposed to. I, I actually sent. I think I sent you an email. But the thing is, is um, I was I was blocked from speaking about it before. But it's gotten to the point where they want me to speak about it, and they made it very evident. Because I asked for physical proof to make sure I'm not being played, and I'm always giving physical proof or some kind of proof. And so I'm supposed to share. So that's why I'm sharing. Because, you know, as a licensed therapist, you can, you can keep it through the weapons. Uh, are, you a, are you a hypnotherapist or are you a regular therapist? I'm a regular licensed marriage family therapist. Oh, wow. Oh, man, marriage. That's tough. You know, I know that's tough, right? Yeah, that's why I'm celibate and that's why I'm a recluse in the country. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, that um, I don't know if something happened to where I started seeing the world differently and it started to really start happening around 2020 so everything looks more beautiful like a hundred times more beautiful are you able to see people's auras too yeah so I see auras I see animals auras to the point where my dog when he has a yellow aura um, it means playfulness but I thought he was dirty and I was trying to wipe it off today and so it's becoming really, really strong now. And so I just want everybody to know that it doesn't matter if you don't feel like you have any abilities. 
They can come online any freaking time. Trust me. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you about. There's there's a there's a couple uh, UFO yeah. trending topics that I wanted people to call about tonight. So if, if you guys don't see the number, you can call in after, uh, you know, the phone number is 563-999-3664. But what I wanted to ask you about was the whistleblower that's going around, David Grush, and the Las Vegas alien. Those are like the two biggest things. What are your thoughts on both? Did, did, did you, have you looked into either of those? Oh, no, I don't know anything about that. But if you want, you can ask me, you can ask me direct questions. And I might be able to get answers for you. But it's better if you ask it in a direct question statement, like short and simple. And I can, what I can do is I can try to connect into the cosmos and get the answer for you. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. We can try that before we get off the phone, yeah. I only I only have one other caller waiting now, and I'm surprised they waited this long. But that's cool oh. they did, you know. It's like that, but like you ended up being a great person yeah. to talk to for my first guest ever, like you know. And 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 this is exactly what I want to do. I want to be able to connect with you guys because like I love all my fans, and I don't even consider you guys fans. I wouldn't say that. I'm not like some egotistical prick. You guys are like my friends. You know what I mean? Because like if it wasn't for you guys' support, I wouldn't have a show. So it's like you know, like it, I'm not, you know, like. So I appreciate everyone, you know, and I, I want to connect oh, with everyone. Yeah, we love you. Well, this is one of the best ways, I think. I'm so thankful that you did this. And then I saw that, you see, they told me to, that you were, they, they told me, pretty much. That's how I called. They told me. Yeah, it's really cool. Once you connect your star family, I'm curious. Right now, they want, they want you to ask them to do things. For you, and I can give you examples of real life stuff they can do. It'll blow your freaking mind. Like what? What do, what do they do? You can ask them for anything right now. Well, I told them I needed assistance, so they actually, I got a call from an agency a few days later, and this has happened twice, where they said somebody uh, that I had 10 sessions at $150 per session being paid for. And then I called the agency back and said nobody worked there, but I got the paperwork in the mail, and I still have it. And then I got a call today after I was crying in agony because I was I was at my wit's end yesterday. And that happened. You get exposed to this over and over again, you get to your wit's end. And I lost another pet because that happened. You know, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on with the animals right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... I think it's, yeah, it's really bad in the world in general, right? It's like it's really bad everywhere, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. And I want you to know that they can, they can really help you with anything. Like, okay, so I was asking for help. I just got a call. So I called you. I got a call. And they said that they'll pretty much do anything for me that I want. And then um, uh, they helped me find a puppy. They promised me they were going to find me a puppy and they found me a perfect star dog and so many other things they've done for me they helped me create my website my psychology today profile because my mind kept um burning out my brain they've helped me with so many things you can literally ask for anything right now that's cool they want me to tell you that. that's so okay. cool so that's our main message today Okay, so I should let you go so you can go to your next caller. Yeah, I'll go to my next caller. And um, do you have my email and everything? Do you know how to get a hold of me? Um, can I give you my website? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll even put it in the. I want to no. type it in the chat so that way people have it if they want to go to your. Okay, you don't have to. Oh, uh, well, I, I was gonna say my what my email is just typical. you if you tell them your website, it's gonna be there for the whole audience to hear. You know, I don't know it's if you okay, want it's that. Okay. It's okay. So typical skeptic at gmail.com. It's typical skeptic one at gmail.com. Oh yeah, yeah, that's my Okay, I'll email you. My name's Christina Duffy. Oh, okay. You sound like someone I went to high school with. That's a, uh, maybe that's a common name. I don't know, but that's that's interesting. You know. Oh, you're much younger. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm 43. I'm not that young. I'm doing this full time now. I'm not. I'm not doing anything else. This is my full time gig. Like I'm trying. Well, it was weird because it, I I had a Spotify sponsorship and I was doing really good on Spotify. They were basically like paying my bills. I know that's hard to believe, but it's like I was getting like a lot of audio downloads and and then the campaign ended. So I was like, well, I have a little bit of money saved up. It's still it's still stressful and pressuring. That like because like when you it's, this is what I love to do, but this is also now my full time thing. So it's like. I have to like figure out ways to make new merch and this and that and you know like it, it I but you know what I feel like the universe will provide it always does and if it doesn't then I'll take a part time job you know that's kind of where I'm at you know. Well, you I mean literally right now I can help you connect the star family if you want or we could wait because I'm really good at that. Well, email me and then. Well, yeah. How how do you what's what's the best way to connect to them like what do. You, you still there? So, yeah, you want to you want to make sure you don't send a message, just a general message. You want to imagine it being like a direct line to only your star family, and you can talk to them in a regular sentence. You don't have to do anything special. At least I don't. But maybe being in a feeling of love, but you don't want to be played. Yeah. So you, it needs to be a direct line to your star family, and then I always ask for physical evidence or signs. Okay. They want you to ask them for help with what you just talked about. So, for example, you can have them help you grow your channel. That would be cool. You can have them help you. Get, you can even have them help you get ideas to put together a show. You can have them help you with anything you want right now. You have to ask. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that is, that's, I definitely am going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I. I just. It's you. You never know because you, you could get negative entities as well. You know. Yeah, but you know what? Anytime you want, uh, I can be on the phone with you when you do that, and it would just. It would be my gift to you. Okay. Anytime That'd be great. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah, and then I want to make sure you don't get played. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm going to answer some questions in the chat here because people, okay, and then I'll, I'll take the next call. Okay, well, thank you. Okay, I'm going to wait. Somebody else is on the line. I'm going to take the next call, but I just want to ask you guys if you could put this in the chat if you're in there. 
can you guys hear the guest? Because some people are saying they can hear the guest. Some people they're saying there aren't. I'm also live on Blog Talk Radio, so you can listen from there. I put the link in the chat. But also, I'd like it to work on here, so like you guys don't have to go to Blog Talk Radio. Like, if it would be it would be better if uh, it would be better if if you guys could just hear on here. Does that mean you guys can you can hear well, Heidi? I'm, okay, I'll take the next call. As, as somebody's been waiting, so let's, let's see who this is. Taking the next call. Robert, what's up, brother? Ah, you're my second caller ever. Who is this? It's Miles, man. No, hey, what's up, man? It's so good to hear from you. How you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. I don't. People were saying they couldn't hear us real well on the, in the chat. I I did this through Blog Talk Radio, so I have it set up um, on Blog Talk Radio. That's how I'm able to take the phone calls. But then I'm just letting it play right through my speaker. I don't know how to. Um, I should get with your boy about that. You know, your boy. Um, uh, the one who does all the, the does he really? And guys, if you guys don't know in the um, in the um, audience who this is, this is Miles Moonbases, who's come on my show multiple times. He's a friend of mine, but we live in different states. But we used to be on the same radio network together. Um, we were both on the Global Enlightenment Radio Network, Free Daryl. Daryl is free. He was the person, if you heard me talking on Heidi Pop's show, who got the January 6th charges, which we can get into, by the way, Miles. But, like, did you want to talk about that? Like, what happened with Daryl? Uh, yeah, he was the head, yeah, he's the head of our network,
there's a video of him getting a, a, a like a security guy's hat or something, and he's jokingly saying in the video, "Oh, got a hat." He didn't snatch off anybody's hat. He wasn't being violent. He was reporting and having a good time down there. But there was no violence at all. And they said that he took some china plates from there as well, which they don't have proof of. But um, so, long story short, he didn't show up to court. So you know, he absconded, and they eventually got him down there in North Carolina. Uh, and here's here's the here's the catchy thing. Virginia, you know, I used to live in Northern Virginia. They have the most prisons, private prisons, mind you. They have the most private prisons out of any other state in the United States. And most people don't know about that. They're privately owned prisons. And I know about most of them because I'm from there. But they were, they had him in facilities and were moving him every few weeks. And he was at places I'd never even heard of. And I looked them up. These places are out in the middle of nowhere. There are several prisons. And uh, he, had, he had mentioned to me that they were mentioned to someone else, that was another mutual friend of ours, uh, and mentioned to her that it was a black ops special prison, one of the ones he was in. And they were forcing him to take drugs as well. Which is really fucked up. And, and you know, he was taking multiple medications. He didn't know what they were. He had to have, have somebody look them up. And they were keeping him in a fog or a danger zone the whole time he was back. Really fucked up. And I think the only reason that, uh, you know, he was looking like 16 years or something. And I think the only reason that he was able to beat all of that is because they saw how far reach he actually had with the community. And if they would have followed through with all that, if, if they wouldn't have went on Yeah, like people would have spoke out. Yeah. Because everybody was kind of waiting to see what happened with that, right? I mean, like everybody wanted to know. I mean, yeah. and he's talking about he was there for January sixth, guys. Like he was like he was like a, a, a participant at the January sixth thing, and uh, he was looking at sixteen years for you know, um, you know. And thank God he got acquitted for everything. He's he's going to be out in September, hopefully. I think. I think is that what it is yeah. September? Yeah. Yeah, around September. Yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of good shit, uh, good shit coming. Uh, a lot of content, a lot of bombs going to get dropped. Uh, you know, um, he's been work, he's been working from in there. He's having terrible, you know, with, with everything. But uh, we'll have to get him on the show. You haven't had him on yet. I, I had him on once with Brad Olson, like, and when, and when I was, when I did back when we were doing the network, like, I, I bet that was like a while, it was a long time ago, you know, like. Right, but you haven't had, you haven't had exclusive from in the can, you haven't had in the can interview yet. No, no. We'll, we'll get him, yeah, we'll get, we'll get him on, we'll, we'll get him on, and I'll, uh, I'll talk, I'll talk to him this week and, uh, see if we can schedule the time, but, um, just make sure that. I'll have to I'll have to show you how to do it because it, it's literally a tin can and you have to you have to arrange your phone next to the microphone in a certain way so you can pick up the audio otherwise you won't hear it. That's that's what's going on with this. Like that, that I don't know. I'm I'm just running blog talk radio through this was like a test i did this as a test tonight like some people are saying they can hear some people are saying they can hear i'm just running the website blog talk radio and Streamyard through my speaker and i don't know 
I don't know how else to do it. I don't have any other equipment. You know what I mean? Like, I figured this would just work. Like, I, people are saying they can't hear. I don't know what to do. I don't think there's anything I can do, right? What I was on the line the same time that that girl was on the line. So it's possible that there was too many people on the line. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's too, too many people on the line. There's too many people on the line. Sometimes it'll, it'll, you know, it'll get a little weird. Oh, okay. Because, like, I can hear you perfectly, but you're coming through my speaker, though. I don't know how it's coming through the computer. Like... I'll, I'll get, it's, oh, but Michelle Petra says she can hear you, but you're muffled, but that's okay. Like, as long as they can hear you, because they can always go back and listen, and they can, they can try, I mean, like, because you're calling in from a phone, so it's, like, harder. Like, it, it's, 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 uh, you know, I, I, remember, guys, this is just a test tonight, so I don't expect, like, you know, like, I'm going to keep it up, no matter what, but it's just a test, like, you know, I was, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. So uh, let me ask you this, Miles. What do you think about um, this uh, this David Grush whistleblower, and then um, the also the alien in the Las Vegas backyard? That's what I wanted to talk about. Um, uh, I, I, okay, let me just tell you what I think. I think that like this Grush guy is really interesting. They say he has top level like security clearance or whatever. But like he, I've also heard that he already has ties to Stephen Greer, and I've also heard that he's CIA. So like, it makes me think like, is he just like another like, you know, ufology letdown, or is he the real deal? You know, and it's so hard to tell. At, at, at this point, you know, my dad he's all into Greer, and like, oh, you know, he's got disclosure, this disclosure project, and all, and, and I, you know, I, I didn't speak too highly of it. Uh, bone 
not too long ago, I need to find a geologist because they can come in here and look at them. Uh, they look like human human bones, uh, kind of chunks of pieces. Of them looks like they're chopped up and I got some femur bones uh, found in their house rubble. And I had a dream of a house where somebody was keeping people in the basement. And I live in apartments, so I'm like, why am I getting this vision of this house? And I had a few different dreams of this small house. Uh, and one was the one where it was you know rubble. There was a body underneath the rubble. One where there was somebody living in it, and uh, and there was even no change in there. Then a few months later, the maintenance guy cleared the the the, the brush from around the property at the back. The back there's an offshoot of a river, like a little creek. But anyway, he, he chopped all this stuff down for no reason. I asked him why he did it. He didn't have a reason. Then all this there's a rubble to a small house that nobody knows about. These apartments have been here since the 60s. Everybody I talked to, I talked to people that lived here back in the 80s. Nobody knows about this house. They said it wasn't theirs. The house was never here. So it's weird. I'm buying pieces of stuff. So um, I'm, getting, I'm getting off, uh, off topic. The, the, the UFO thing, there's something really big is getting ready to happen. But you gotta remember the plot project balloon bit is still in full effect. But that doesn't mean that there isn't an event that's getting ready to happen. They're just gonna use the balloon beat project to try to cover up what's really happening. But I'm here in Annapolis where this, you know, home of the Navy, the Naval Academy's here. I'm twenty five minutes from Washington, DC, uh, north of Big Brother, you know, all the top secret naval naval shit. And they spray here all the time because it's so close from an aerial view. I, I found one article years ago that disappeared since then that said that they that they spray to to camouflage from an aerial view, but that also means that we can't see up. It's always solid gray. And then a few days ago, I was I had the door cracked. I was smoking a cigarette. All the kids were playing outside like like they are right now. And all of a sudden, I heard this boom. All right, and it wasn't like a boom that I can describe. I've never even heard this kind of boom before. And I'm telling you, the entire apartment building shook. And then there was like almost like a gust of wind that was like at the bottom of my feet, also. And uh, I, I'm a pretty good judge of sound and distance. And I guess what direction it came from. But I'm thinking, like, uh, I'm thinking underground, you know, like maybe they're working underground on one of these dumps, you know, uh, doing construction or whatnot. Probably, right? I mean, like, that's, that, I would guess that the dumps are right in your area, too. Like, if they're right in D.C. area. Or do you think they're all over the world? Do you think they're all over the country? Do you think they're, like, dug out the whole, yeah, yeah, and they all connect? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and um, the DMC area, Maryland, Virginia, this, this, this is the, this is the, this is the, the ground zero. This, this is like the headquarters. You know, all the, all the naval intelligence is up here around there. And DC's probably got a few, you know, for the Pentagon and other stuff. But yeah, there's super rail, the railway system where you get like from here to California in 30 minutes. And, uh, man, this is, man, this is just what we were told by Phil Schneider, you know, 20, 20, 27 years ago, something like that. 
So you know that, that since you know our country's come along, you know they probably enhance the railway system down. That doesn't, you know. But get this, I can hear this loud boom that the boom I've never heard before. And it almost sounded like a like a missile almost. And one of the neighborhood kids, I didn't say anything, but I could tell they were a little nervous. They were wondering what the hell the sound was. And one of the kids goes there and said, uh, man, said, uh, said something about a, a B-O-M-B. I don't want to say it, you know, I'm on the algorithm to pick it up. But B-O-M-B, that's what he said. And I, and I spoke up and I said to him, I said, you just took the word right out of my mouth. It, it sounded like, it sounded, it sounded like a missile. It sounded like a missile hit something. And so, uh, I didn't want to pack the family up and everything to have to go up the road and look. So I didn't, I didn't go up there and look, but I said, I'm going to keep my eye open for freaking weird stuff. Well, the next day, I think it was the next day, there's the, the white shirt in articles, some bizarre shit about uh, Trump's daughter, her daughter. Okay, I don't even know what that means. I'll send you the article. It says that Trump's daughter's donor, you know, like a donor, was was in this jet. And they don't know what happened. That it's possible that, that, that a pilot had that thing where he got oxygen and blood. But they weren't certain what happened. And they're trying to say that, this, that the plane crashed and caused that boom that was heard throughout Maryland. I think that's smart too. Like I, I don't stay, I, I don't stay as prepared as I should. I really should be more prepared. Like I, I, I well, it's Yeah, I know. I had a, I had a friend at work. He was, uh, he was where I used to my last job when I was working at Walmart or whatever. And I was, I was working up in the produce department. And um, this kid, he was like really into prepping. Like he was, I don't even like to call it prepper because I feel like that's like a almost like not a derogatory name, but it's like it's not. I don't think that's what people you guys like to be called, right? And I'm, I'm, or like, what's the correct term? There, there isn't anything else to call it, but you know, yeah, you know, I think there's a better analogy for it. I, I feel like it's, uh, it, I, don't, I don't think it's extreme at all. Uh, I think it's being cautious and preparing for something that we know. Some of us don't. Like, I, I had the intuition of this, you know, precognition of, of, this, of this happening when, like 15 years ago, before I was awake. And, and me and, and, and two other of my really close friends that I grew up with, we all knew that, that something was going to happen. And, you know, we're still young and partying and shit, you know, so, but we knew. And we, we would sit down, you know, we're drinking beers and stuff, and we would plot out what we would do if something happened, how we would link up with each other, and what we would do. Well, you know, well, the COVID stuff 
doing a five-year thing. He had like two to three years left, so he was out of the picture. And then my other friend that I talked to, he already moved to and had step ahead of the game, and he moved to Alabama, you know, years ago. So, but he did tell me that, that if shit hit the fans really bad, he's like, I already got, he's like, I live with a guy that's got a bunker, and then they start naming all the, the shit that supplies he's got, you know, gold, silver, you know, ammo, you name it, you've got all this shit. He's like, you come down here, he's going to come down here. Well, um, you know, you know, you know, it's so so weird, Miles. Like, why do you think it was like during that thing that the thing we, you know, the thing that just happened over the last two years? Why do you think it was the coasts that got hit the hardest? Like, for example, like I know this a couple of comedians, like even you probably know, like Joe Rogan and Theo Vaughn, like they're pretty big. They were pretty big in California, like comedian wise. I I follow all those comedians. Well, Joe Rogan moved to Austin, Texas, because it was more lenient there and then theo vaughn moved to nashville tennessee but if you looked at places like where i live in pennsylvania and where you live in like the dc annapolis virginia area or whatever and then if you look at places yeah, like california yeah. all those places were getting hit hard as far as like reg le legislations and, and and laws um whereas like it seemed like the southern states weren't buying into it as much do you think there was something up to that yeah, absolutely, and, and that's what I, that's the rabbit hole that I've been going down the past few days, and this stuff has been popping up on my feed, like, just one video after another, just like, something's trying to show me uh, what's coming on, um, and I'm trying to get out of the city myself, but the first thing is, is if it's population control, the major cities, okay, the, the, the elite, that number has not changed, getting the population down to, you know, uh, I forgot what the number is, certain billion, you know, and everybody tore the guidance down to delete all evidence of the plan because the plan is already in full effect. So they got rid of anything that they, they were proving what they were doing. That's why they got rid of the stuff. But uh, not only with the jazz, the people are dying from that, you know, blood clots. You had a family member that had a... Uh, had a stroke, paralyzed, or going out the same, they thought he should die. I told the wife, I said, he's not going to die, he's going to be paralyzed, I'm going out the same. And, and two days went by, she told me, sure enough, he's still alive, he's paralyzed, or whatever. But you know, little things like that, I could see, I, you know, I, I, it's not even seeing, I don't see it, it's like a sixth sense. I just, I know, I, I know certain, like, certain. I can predict certain things or see if something's going to happen. You know, we all have it. We all have it. You just have to practice using it. It's, it's, it's your higher self, your own intuition. You're not, you're not talking to uh, 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 God. You're not talking to a higher entity. That's what I'm going to say. That girl that was on here, she was right about a lot of things, but do not go out. I do not recommend it. You go out there and just start asking for shit because there is a ton of demonic entities that take on the um, the image of ET. Um, it has happened to me before. There, 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 there's demons that will take on the image of an ET. But well, yeah, um, they're shapeshifters, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, all oh, these are shapeshifters. I, I'm sending this video I just watched. It's one of those the 
YouTubing, but I showed TikTok videos. And uh, this guy showed this one TikTok clip. Uh, it looked like a prostitute. Okay, and she, had, she had like a little, like a mini, one of the mini skirts on with the little tight crop top, you know, classic prostitute, you know, dress, you know. And uh, <laughs> it, it looked like how, <laughs> it looked kind of like an alleyway. And it's back to somebody's house, and this, this woman is walking extremely weird. Like, it was not human the way the legs were moving. And, and this guy is like, oh, is this a spirit or a demon? I took one look at it, and I could tell by the way that it's walking that it was extraterrestrial. And then I looked at the face, and the face, was, it, was, it, was, it was extraterrestrial, but you could tell that it was trying to cloak. Uh, as a prostitute woman. And then this thing went over to the trap, took these traps, rummaged through that for like a second, walked off, and then thing, and then thing out. But the whole time he was walking, though, it was a little bit translucent. You could tell that it was, that it was, that it was, that it was, that they don't phase in all the way. They phase in like, I don't, I don't know how it works. But, but they, you know, they, they don't fully materialize when they're like just beaming down for a few seconds to do something. That's interesting. So, like, so, but does she think it was like a reptilian or a gray or what? What do you think it was? Uh, I think I think it was, yeah, it was, it was either a gray or uh, it wasn't a reptilian. I can tell by looking at it. Like and it might have might have been a you know might have been a gray a Zena. Remember when the 
that's part of an elderly community in Florida when that building came down and and, and, and then eventually some people did some research and, and, and the conspiracy theory was that, that a rocket a missile actually hit. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. For the Florida retirement community it was a big deal a few years ago. What what it reminded me of Sorry, I wanted to ask you about something. That just made me think of something. This was the craziest video I ever saw. Like someone sent it to me last night, and I can't remember who. No, it was. I think it was you. I think. Wait, was it you? Someone sent me a picture of. Uh, it was a laser. It was a directed energy weapon. It looked like someone used director, directed energy weapons on a neighborhood. And then I was sending it to everybody last night. I was like, look at this. I was like, this looks like a, like they blew up a town with a laser. And it wasn't like anything Hollywood or anything like that, man. I I, I might have it somewhere in my yeah, messages. I can send it. I, I, I think I've seen that. It, it's, uh, yeah, let me see if I can find it. But, yeah, did you have yeah, it's, it's interesting as hell, you know? Like, um, they're, they're, playing, they're, playing on a, they're playing on a whole different... Uh, level and then i was watching this video somebody finally talked about how uh you know uh latex mess and and how you could be they're so they're so advanced now you could be talking right in front of someone face to face and not know it's latex and hollywood's been doing this for a long time and i keep telling people you know i'm like you guys are getting upset over politics and religion and half these people that you're seeing on TV aren't even real. They're either using the latex mask, or some, in some cases they're using AI, and in some cases they're using clone technology. They're using all of the above. To, to, know, to, so easy to put. Sorry, yeah. to like to cloak, cloak, to cloak themselves. You're saying, right? Like as though it's like an extraterrestrial in disguise. Yeah, not even, not even real, or could be, who knows, you know, like that system is that, so when the, when the ET pulls their hips at the top, they're, they're, they're masks off, man, they're ET, they're politicians, they pull their masks off, and they put them there, they're pregnant, you know, they're going back and forth, and then they put the, the, the ET, two ETs from the, uh, you know, you know, the green ones from, from the census, the green, the two green ETs, and they pull off their masks, and they're ETs, politicians are ETs. Simpsons have been known to, to tell us the truth uh, multiple times. That, so, I mean, that, but this video I saw, it, it was so Zuckerberg, uh, you know, Facebook, and he even showed where you could see the ass on his neck. You could see where the skin at. I mean, it was, it was clear as day. And, uh, but I've known that for a while. And, and, they, and they do a lot of green screen. If you look at all the new movies today, remember back in the day when you watched the movie, they had movie sets where they, where they filmed the movie maybe like on the streets or whatever. You know, on movie sets that look like DC or the California. They don't do that anymore. All the newer movies with all these, like Mel Gibson, all these people, they don't even act themselves. They don't have that spark that they once had. You know, a lot of these old actors that we grew up with, you know, Denzel Washington, uh, Mel Gibson, uh, the other one, you know. Uh, Tom Cruise. People, they, yeah, all those people, they're, they're like, it's like they don't have that spark. You know, I can tell that it's not them. They don't have that that little spark that made them, made them you know, uh, big back in the day, where you're like, oh, I really like this guy. 
Miles, I found. Hold on, I'm gonna put my phone up to the screen. I'll shoot because Michelle wanted me to post a video of the laser beam. Hold on, let me see if I can. Let me see if I can. Okay, so like, can you guys all see the screen? Like, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Did you see that? Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'll send it to you. But I'm, I just want to. I'm playing it over and over again so everybody gets a chance to see it. Like, it looks exactly like a laser beam. It, it really does, man. It, it, it's. It, I don't even know what else to call it. I mean, people in the comments can figure it out too. Like, it, it's. It was. That's what happened up in, in Canada recently, too, like, like with what we're dealing with. Remember they said, like, like me and you live on the East Coast. They probably told you this because you live further north than me. But they told us here in Pittsburgh to stay inside for, until, like, until Saturday or something because they said because of those uh, wildfires. Oh, that's what I was
all say. Like, and second of all, I knew about the smoke way before they announced it on the TV. I said about uh, I said about three or four days ago, I'm a night so I'm up all night, right? So. I know because I've talked to you at like five in the morning. You, you'll get a you'll get a text from me. I'm just waking up at like five in the morning. I'm like I can always rely on talking to Miles because you're 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 up at like five in the morning like me. That, that's hilarious. We both we. I think that comes with like being old, man. Like as you get as we get old, because I'm 43. Like as you get older, you 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 uh you start to like sleep less. You know what I mean? Like you wake up like early and go to bed early. It seems like I don't know. Or sometimes I don't go to bed early. Sometimes I'm up. That's why I love uh, listening to Coast to Coast. You know what I mean? That's how I became a fan of like um, all this stuff in the first place. Was listening to Coast to Coast when I was young in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? Like I always wanted to drive through the desert. You know, like I wanted to drive through the desert listening to Art Bell, but I never got a chance to. I, I guess I could still drive through the desert listening to the Coast to Coast in general because it, it doesn't come on till one a.m. Yeah. I found similar like new art bell type people, and I've been binge watching them at night. I'm listening to them at nighttime. I'll send you a few of the ones that I've been watching lately. Like it, it's hard to get my attention to keep it to where I want to binge your channel. You know. So yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you some of stuff. But I'm getting my my life. They took my life when I was 14, 15 years old before I even had a chance to get it. Yeah, we just... Yeah, but I'll send you pic. I'll 
I'll send you pictures of that building. I have to get closer to it because I, 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 I had stuff to do the other day, so I didn't have time to go in there with my camera and really look at the building to look and see if there's any missile marks anywhere. That, you know, but while usually if things demolish the building, I'm talking like a small office, office-sized building, you know. Usually when they demolish with a wrecking ball, don't they knock the whole thing down in like one day or usually like maybe two days at the most? Yeah. When you, okay, there was no wrecking ball here, okay? The building was there, all right? And then just all of a sudden one day, there's like this giant building and half of it, half of it uh, torn down and it's a weak day. And the, the, the wrecking ball didn't move. There was no construction people there. It looks like something hit the building and, and quickly went in there and put a wrecking ball there to make it look like that, that, that was construction. But this all happened around the same time that uh, they're saying that the, the, they were, this, that the other, they said the Trump thing, Trump's daughter's donor, the jet, the jet crash in the mountains of uh, of Maryland. Alright, that was the first excuse they gave us. And then my mom just told me the second one. She said the military was doing testing out here and and, and did something with breaking the sound barrier. I said those I said that's, uh, that's pretty weird that these two stories come out at the same time that that fucking building looks like a damn pistol pit. I know that's that's insane, right? That's like, that's that's like. <laughs> all of Maryland, all of Maryland felt this boom, whatever the fuck it was. You know, uh, was there some missile uh, launching going on there? Was, was there a little, uh, little little battle going on? Uh, was you know, did it experimental? Because we got north of the prominent NSA here. Uh, I can throw a rock and hit both of them from here. You know, if there's an experimental passing, maybe crash or something. Because I got like an eerie vibe when this happened. And the kids in the neighborhood, when I confirmed to them that it sounded like a bomb, they started Spanish. But I tell this one kid was to call like his sister, you know, the other kid held the ground but I'm here. Uh, I'm trying to out uh, I watched a video today where Trump was saying uh, Trump supported building they, they, some people call them fifteen minute cities and some people call them smart cities. They are going to install them. They're on the government that you know, they're making it to where you cannot have any assets. You can't buy a house. The housing market went up by 400 uh, percent. Uh, food went up by 80 percent, and wages only went up by 20 percent. So, and, and, and uh, they're trying to say that everyone won't be happier with nothing. So you have no, no, you have no uh, house you have to pay for or nothing like that, and the government's going to give you your little bit of fucking. You know, your little bit of food and your little bit of money for a month. That's why they're trying to set everything up. So you're either going to be rich or you're going to be a number of people living in one of these 
flying it out there. The little cubicles in China, yeah. China's already doing it. They got cameras everywhere, you know, and uh, they got these little cubicles that you live in. And they're going to be like stacked up like cubicles with tiny space type of people. They're going to have. Yeah, it's like the it's like the the, the the WEF, the World Economic Forum, right? Right, the the uh, the right is that that's what I had that guy last night. He was talking about that. It's like it's scary stuff, man. It is. It really is. It's, it's, it's happening. It's, it's happening right now, and you know, uh, it, it, it's scary shit. And I'm trying to get out of major cities. Uh, the board too late. That's like my 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 goal here. I'm trying to do it sooner than later. But if I do that, uh, hopefully I'll be able to set up my studio and stuff, and I'm going to try broadcasting full time. But for right now, I'm just trying to keep a roof over our heads, and, and it is so hard just to do that right now. Uh, that they're doing away with the middle class and, and lower class. Uh, and they said stuff like. If you don't have a hundred thousand on debt to be able to buy a car or whatever, then you're considered poor. Like, like the standards have completely shifted. Wow. Uh, and it, it, I'm, just, I'm just telling everybody, I'm not trying to freak anybody out, but I'm telling you, it's going down. I, I've seen, I knew all of this, but I couldn't say anything unless I had proof to back it up. And the proof has now been presented to me. chat i just wanted to say like i'd love to do a show like with like me you Lori, and daryl when he does get out like since that was like the original people that were kind of together on the network i mean i know penny was there too we could have penny on too you know i would even be willing to do it on her channel i'd just like to do a show with all of us i think that's a good idea i just thought of that now like we could have we could even have um some of the other people daryl had on we could have like a mega a mega show you know what i mean I think I think we should have like a round table of like all the top people that have been involved and everything and, and just discuss, you know, all all the information that we all have for we all all think. Because with all this shit that's been going on, we've all had to cover our asses heavily. Very heavily. I mean, it's been a very bizarre situation. Like Lori said, Daryl Daryl made the history books. With, with what just occurred. Yeah. And uh, you know, I you know, I'm glad I'm glad they get you know, 
he was prepared to do it in six years. Yeah, I didn't tell anybody that, but he had told me that, and, you know, just me and Matt talking to him. Because, I mean, that's how you got to look at it. You, you know, I'm my best to expect the worst. Yeah. One of, my, one, of my old public, one of my old public defenders turned me on to that, and I left my life by it. And that way, that way you're not, uh, you're not really let down and depressed and stuff doesn't go right. You know, you know hope the best to expect the worst. Yeah, Michelle asked what happened to Daryl. Yeah, Michelle, you must have joined late. Daryl was a part of the whole January 6th thing. He's also the founder of the Global Enlightenment Radio Network, and there's a lot that goes into it. There's, It's a huge story. He just got acquitted. He was looking at doing six years for his involvement in January. Well, his supposed involvement in January 6th. For 16. Yeah, 16 years, but then they, they were trying to plead him down to six years. They were willing to get the deal for six. just said in the chat she said daryl is the only one to be i'll put it up on the screen i guess i can put it up on the screen she says uh daryl is the only one to beat all the major federal charges and only has one only misdemeanors now he's a journalist fighting to get the truth to the people yeah he he he, he was uh he was the head he is the head of the global enlightenment radio network and uh you know, I hope I hope he starts it back up when this is all over, and I, I'll be happy to go back on. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm still running. He's been he's been in here. I'm still I'm still representing the the government. I'm still uh, under current. It's never stopped. And he did have to go away. He had to go away for a while. I was prepared to take everything over until he got back. I think Corey was prepared to do that as well. So it wasn't it wasn't gonna stop. But he's been uh, he's been in the kitchen the whole time he's been in there, even though he's had the out of his freedom, he's still been uh, you know, working on stuff in the lab while he's been in there. So uh, I guarantee you he's got some really good stuff when he gets out of here. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That but is he, he was willing he was willing to go down for the culture. You know, he wasn't he wasn't his brand. He was ready to paint all of that on the chest. And that, that, that is a, a part of my language, but that's a real motherfucker right there. 
Yeah, you know, that definitely he is. Take off that. And he was not going to settle for a plea bargain. He was taking a second trial. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? The one guy, I can't remember, because I watched the documentary. Uh, back in the 50s, the CIA, you know, uh, this one guy can expose some stuff or whatever. Uh, I think some teens or whatever. And uh, they went to drink with, with acid and, and threw him out a window and tried to shut up when he did. I mean, like, they, even, like, even, like, the old school deaths, like, the, you know, the death of, like, Carla Turner is really suspect. Like, I think she was murdered, and I think John Mack was murdered. Like, even though they say he stepped out in front of a car, Absolutely. I think he was taken yeah. out, man. Because I don't think they, I think that's a big problem with the contact thing is they don't want the people to know about the abductions that were going on. Because they don't want them to think that they were help help people to think they were helpless against it, right? Or something like that. I don't know. That's what that's what got me into all this. I wasn't into any of this stuff, man. Two two thousand seven, you know, I was I was running the streets. I was involved with street activities. I was not involved in any of this stuff. I I didn't have a phone. I I didn't have a I didn't have an internet. I didn't know what Facebook was. You know, this is two thousand seven, you know? And uh that, that, that night changed my life. I was dri driving home, had a pregnant girlfriend there, my mother, my oldest, driving home, saw some weird orange glow in the rearview mirror, turned around, next thing I know, bang, coming to three hours later, you know? And uh, that night, I had I had visions, or it, it's weird because my experience on the crowd, I, I, was, I was sleeping and I. It wasn't even a dream, but it wasn't a dream. And it was me on the craft, looking at these ETs, screaming, you guys, you guys in both telepathic, screaming, you got to take me back, I'm having my first case. I wasn't worried that they were testing me, I was just worried that they weren't going to take me back. So, that, you know, that, that, you know, I must have had contact before in order to have that kind of reaction. But, uh, but I was tanking, okay? I was tanking. And, then that night when I got home and went to sleep, that's when I recalled the experience on the crowd. So it was almost like everything was in reverse. You know, you would think that I would have gotten taken and right then to have the experience and remember that everything. But I was on this crowd, got taken from the car, got taken, 
then when they had a bag at the week, then he got put back. And then and then when I got home and went to bed, that's when I had the vision. I was, I was in the crowd, there was a humanish looking ET, and then there was like maybe two or three smaller ones around them. And it was like a small, a small room. I don't know if it's circular or not, but it's really weird. And it's really weird, the whole, the whole thing. And then I found out recently that where I was taken at, there's actually a secret military base not far from where my contact is at. And somebody else, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, I told him my story, a kid I grew up with, and he was like, oh shit. He was like, my old house that I lived in, not far from where you describe it. He said, my neighbor described something very similar to what you just described, the orange glowing thing. Yeah. That's interesting. That is, that's so interesting. I was looking at Lori's comment. Lori made a comment. She said, well, the video I shared with you guys today had the, I'm just sharing it up on the screen, had the major whistleblower saying the crash craft retrieval is a true business and not under congressional oversight. I'd love to hear what she has more to say. I told her to call in, you know, like, I, I think I scheduled this for like two hours. I think I have like a half hour left on blog talk radio. Like, they, they get they let you like through blog talk radio you're allowed to like get oh what happened to, what happened to miles miles uh, well miles miles took off so maybe that might be it for the night guys i don't know like because i don't have any other callers but like i i don't know what happened to miles like he just kind of i don't know if he hit his phone on accident or something but uh that that was interesting stuff to say the least this uh, turned out to be a good first episode of um of um uh, and if anybody else wants to call in real quick before we uh, finish up for tonight, somebody else can call in. The call-in number is, uh, let me get it again. I know I have it everywhere, so you guys can probably see it. It's 563-999-3664 if you want to chat. And if not, I'll wait a couple minutes, and I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll finish up with uh, – I'll finish up with with a one more call, and if I don't get another call, then you know we can just. I, I was thinking about um, starting a Discord server too, like where you guys can like talk to each other all the time. I don't know what you guys would think about that. If you whatever you think, let me know. Like if you think that's a good idea, like um, because like I noticed that people like to get into a lot of conversations in the chat. So if you guys like getting into conversations with each other in the chat. I'll start a Discord group where we can all talk to each other all day, or not all day, but you know, throughout the day, and it's easier for us to get a hold of one another. Um, that might be a good idea, you know, because there's a lot going on, and I think it's good to stay in touch, touch with everybody. And, it, and we, I mean, like, we, you know, I put videos out on YouTube every day and stuff like that, but like, it's not the same. Like, if you, you know, have access to your friend, like, right then and there, especially when you guys like make connections with people in the chat, like when you, um, and uh and you know like we you guys make friends with each other in the chat i make friends with you in the chat and we all become friends it would be nice to have a place where we could all like talk to each other you know what i mean and we're not all connected on facebook and I, the way i understand it for like discord is with um oh someone's calling in here we got our last caller for the night uh hello you're my last caller for the night thank you for calling the typical skeptic show who's on who am i speaking with Hey Rob, it's Lori. How are you? Hey, what's going on? Okay, I wanted to call in to let you know a little bit about what Daryl is actually going to stand for. He is the only 
person that beat all of the federal charges. They were really going after him. And now he's just down to a few misdemeanors. So basically, he most likely he'll be home in September. Yeah. That's yeah. that's amazing. He has it, it really is. And the fact of the matter is that he disclosed a lot of things that happened down there that we don't know about. That the people that saw it on TV, there was like totally different things going on down there that, you know, I had no idea of. So, you know, just being involved in what's going on here, um, it has really basically enlightened me. So with a, with a network like Global Enlightenment Radio Network, it truly enlightened me on just how vast the deep pits go, especially with these Larry Yeah. So, you know, let me just let me just leave it at that regarding that. Um, but the network, oh my God, he has major plans and major backing. So when he's back, it's going to be like a tsunami. He's going to be a tsunami of information. And I told him about coming on your show and doing like a, a like a, like Miles said, a round table. He's totally up for that. He's going to be doing everybody's shows as he's getting the network recharged. And it's going to be uh, several, let's just put it this way, several opportunities for people to be able to have a show come on and, and, and get their information out there. So that's really exciting. That is. I like that. But, um, it is. But well, what I was telling you about is that the video that I sent you guys about that major whistleblower who has all of these top secret level credentials and he is telling the world and and and, and it, it was shown on the a specific newscast and I haven't really seen it anywhere else, you know, that's kind of weird. But on this specific newscast, he was saying that, listen, there really are ships that crash here, that are retrieved by, you know, whatever these factions are in the government. They retrieve them, they take the technology, they utilize the technologies for their own endeavors, not for the betterment of all mankind. And it is a big business. It is a major business. There is no congressional oversight. Yet, you know, they're getting money. So, so let me think. Is this like, like, like you? You don't think he's a okay? Like, because I, you know me, I tend to be a little bit skeptical. Do you think there's any way that he's a like? Because you know, we've had some people that were like tricksters in the community at times. Like, what do you get a feel for from this guy? Do you get a feel that this is the real deal? Because I really value your opinion. Like, do you think he's a? And, and guys, this is Angel Lori from the chat. You guys probably see her in the chat all the time. By the way, um, she's very knowledgeable about ET phenomena. Like, she she really is. But like, what do you get a sense of when you when you feel this guy out? Well, when I watched the video, and I, I'm a trained expert in body language from my previous employment, and I believe him. I do. I believe him on 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 the levels of the information that he is providing, and the fact that people in Congress are taking notes. They're actually taking notes, and I might add. 
Dr. Stephen Greer is having his conference, I believe, tomorrow or, or, or this weekend. He's having his conference in D.C. presenting all the information that he and his organization have gathered to Congress and laying it open, putting it all on the table. So there's all these factions that are like coming forward now, presenting this information, letting the American people know it's in the hands of Congress for them to get to the bottom of all of these say dark operations that have been going on for ages, that have been making this money. I remember the, um, the information of one uh, story that he said was there's a, there's a, um, this was um, Dr. Stephen Greer. He said there's a Marine that's willing to testify, you know, along with um, his consortium tomorrow, that uh, while in, I believe it was, I, I think it was either Cambodia or Vietnam that, you know, um, I may be wrong about where. But they saw a craft, and there were people, American people, in that craft, loading that craft up the screen and taking things off of this craft that looks like a UFO. But it was uh, an American-made machine. And they were, and basically he said they were also trafficking. So basically like trafficking drugs trafficking people and this was this phenomenal craft and the people there told him listen if you talk about this we're going to tell you we're wow. going to take you out but you know he's still brave enough to come forward and tell what he knows so this is widespread and it's all coming out like the dirty laundry is being aired out so you can take it at face value or you can sit back and, you know, wait for the government to make an announcement. Personally, us people here in the real world, we've had our own interactions. I see craft all the time. That's what I told you, Rob. I want us all to, like, do some type of a group trip to Vegas so that we can go um, on my friend Lisa's tour. She has, like, those night vision, the military night vision goggles that you can use and to take you out into the hills. And you get to see all of the crap that are going around, that are going back and forth. So I want to do that. That would be awesome. I will call down someone like this. You will see with your own eyes for the first time, I think, because you said you've never seen them. You will see shit. I've never seen one. I've... I, and it, it's weird because they say they're here in Pennsylvania all over the place. Like, I, I have a lot of people that I interview that are from here. They're having experiences. I'm just not seeing them here. Like, you know, like, but you, you live on the East Coast. Like, have you, have you ever, have you always had, uh, like, a good idea? Like, have you ever, always ever seen them? Or, or have they always just showed up for you? Yes, I've always seen them. And, wow, my mom was and she was like the age of, I guess, like about five or six. She was an abductee. So this has been a part of my life. Paranormal has been a part of my life since I was a little kid. So, yeah, my first actual 
being of assistive and actually communicating with it, I actually called it to me, like I summoned it to me, was right here in North Carolina where I am now. And it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal to see it and then I watched it more. And then when I watched the show that Linda Moulton Howe did with a military whistleblower who was talking about a particular ship that he saw that kind of looked like a black bird. And the way that it moved in the air, it, it, it was similar to a black bird, but it, it was a craft. The craft that I saw first started out looking like, like a 747 in the sky, just didn't have any wings. But it had like that little black tail fin, like a plane. And then, you know, I noticed, wait, there's no wings on that shit. And then, when, as soon as I said that, it, I said, listen, you're not a plane. Show me. It did it. Rob, it literally was going in one direction. Say it was going it said say it was going west. It curved in on itself and went east. Wow. Like it was liquid, like like rubber. And it just doubled in on itself and went in the other direction. And that's when it started morphing. It was no longer like a, like a cigar shape, like a, like, a, like a cylinder of a plane. It went into other states. It went into, I swear, you know, I, I, I made this report to MUFON so many years ago. It moved like, I can't even explain it, but it turned into, it looked like a black bird. It looked like a big black bird. And then, as it was up in the sky, now this is like black away from me, up in the sky, this is like the setting sun, and I said in my mind, as I saw it, it was like showboating up there for me. I said to, my, I said to myself, I'm going to need you to come closer. And before I could even finish that thought, when I was like on the last syllable of that thought, this thing was above me. This is broad daylight, Rob, broad daylight in a busy street here in North Carolina, in front of a large supermarket chain, a, a discount store chain, a giant parking lot, it appeared right above me in the parking lot. And I'm looking up at this thing. There's no sound. It's beautiful. It's glistening around the side of it. It's like the waves, the bands of energy that was coming off of it. I can clearly see it. And it's like the waves of energy, like heat you see coming off of concrete or asphalt in the summertime. That's what it looked like. Those clear bands, but you can see it. And it's, it's like undulating all around it. And this ship now is a triangle. Wow. But it's not a pointed triangle. It's a triangle with the smooth, rounded edges. And it has the three lights on each edge of the triangle, but nothing in the middle. Now, I know a lot of my friends say, oh, that was a TR3B, or that was a TR3B. I was, I'm not convinced. I said, because first of all, I didn't connect with who was operating the craft. I connected with the sentience of the craft. And I like to joke with my friends that whoever was operating it, whether it was humanity operating it, or if it was, you know, say E.T. operating it, I sucked the shit out of them. Because here's this black chick standing on a street corner 
looking up at the sky, first of all, I noticed it, that it was wrong. It was something was wrong about this whole scenario. And then I mentally called the ship to me. So I can kind of see somebody at the controls like, hey, what's going on here? What's happening to the ship? <laughs> Why is our ship going to this girl down here? You know? And they blessed me by hovering like several seconds. It had to be like about, I don't know, maybe five to maybe ten seconds stop above me. I got the best view up, the greatest view, and I felt no negativity from the ship. Yeah. I like to believe I like to believe that whoever was operating the ship was either benevolent ETs or it was totally humanity in there. If it was totally humanity that I can believe because of the way that it started showboating in the setting sunlight. That is something that humanity would definitely do. I can't see regressive ET or regressive beings or even regressive humanity doing that. That's yeah. a characteristic of something that was having fun. Yeah, but do you think like the and ETs they, have like, do you think they have like a, do you think they have a personality like we do? Like Preston says, they are. You know, I had Preston on the other day. Preston Dennett. I love his work. He think he seems to think they are to a certain degree, but not like to big crowds of people. But it seems like they'll show themselves. They'll take people on board every once in a while. They'll have a schoolyard encounter, or they'll have an onboard encounters. Or he comes up with all these cases. Like I, I trust him. I trust him. I really do. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't trust. I don't trust everyone, but I trust him. You know, like. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, you know me, I'm skeptical, but I, I, I'm, I think I'm really open-minded. I, I just like, I, I just love the, I'd love, I'd love for to be like you said. I'd love for them to land. You know, I, that's what I want to. I want to see a landing, and then we would know for sure. You're, you're more, 
that Dennis said, they wouldn't even mean Tucci because he 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 has so many stories of other people and their experiences and his own experiences. He was the first person that I contacted when I um decided to start talking about the things that have happened in my life. I contacted him. I sent him a message uh in Messenger in Facebook and he was so nice, so ingratiated. He, he, you know, he read the information that I sent to him, and he responded back to me, like, really promptly. And even now, he's just a sweetheart. Yeah, he really, he's a nice guy, right? He's a, I like him. Yeah. He's just a sweetheart, and he really makes it easier for those that want to share their experiences to actually do so. Because you're going to have someone that's listening to you that's not judging you and you know definitely not going to ridicule you or put you into um, a feeling that you shouldn't have shared it but he's really going to give you um encouragement and give you some tools that you can utilize to you know really get going i love him i was so mad when i saw that he was on to <laughs> That's cool. Um, well, I'm I, I, I was gonna say I'm I'm gonna get off here soon because I've been going for almost an almost two hours. But like, and I set my blog talk radio timer for two hours, so it might cut out. But I wanted to say like, what do you see for the future? Like for like ufology, like what do you think is gonna happen? Like what do you think we need to keep our eye on? Or like, what what do you think? I mean, like you know, like a general idea. Or what do you what do you, if you had to speculate? are going to be reaching out more. You know, some of them can't come into the density. So, you, you know, that's why people say they see beings that look like they're holographic. It's because they are. They can't physically be here, but they can be here, like, interdimensionally. I think a lot more of that's going to happen. Now, I've had experiences that are in my subconscious that I haven't been able to tap fully into yet, and that's plans for the future. So I've not seen, like, in my consciousness, Beings. I see ships all the time, and I'm sure a lot of them are just magic, but I, I have not like had an encounter where I physically remember myself, but in my subconscious, I know I've had many encounters, and I've had psychics tell me I've had many encounters, and some of them are not so pleasant. When you say when you say humanity though, you mean like 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 advanced humans, like secret space program, obviously, like maybe like a breakaway civilization no. or something, because they can come, they can telepathically communicate, right? Is that what you're saying, or no, or no, no? No, I'm saying regular humanity. I'm saying that in regular humanity, you, me, um, Daryl, Mike, everyone is going to be contacted by their galactic family, like your galactic team. The beings that follow you. When people say you have guides, it's, it's everything. This, this entire field around this planet is filled with, 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 with spirits and beings and energy, since we're all energy anyway. And they're contacting us all the time. They're watching us all the time. Talk about being under a microscope. Every single being on this planet is under a particular microscope of their entities, of their beings, their galactic beings, their ancestral beings, family members that have passed on are now into the field, are now watching over you, sending you love, contacting you. That's what they say when you have a family member or a friend that's passed, 
continue to talk to them like you're still here because they hear you. They feel you. That's we're cool. All connected. We are, right? So I think more, more of that's going to happen with like everyday people, not just the super soldiers. Those, to me, in my opinion, those are souls that decided to come here on an elevated mission. An elevated mission of self-sacrifice. They're more service to others than most because, you know, if I get regrets and I find out I'm a super soldier or I've been involved in any of those dark programs and utilized in any way, I'm going to be effing mad. I'm going to be ready to, like, like pull my sword and go to town on someone. But <laughs> the people that have done it and have, and have lived through heinous experiences, and now we have people that have done it and have not gone through the psychological damage that it seems like the majority of super soldiers have. Now we have people that have been indoctrinated into it since childhood, but not mistreated and, and abused, and, and, and but still imbued with these, you know, fantastical um, abilities. So I think more and more normal people are going to connect with their um, guides, spirit guides, galactic family, and I think the super soldier story just may get a chance at the light of day when it comes to like maybe congressional hearings, maybe back pay, or maybe just having them, their stories be accepted as truthful, especially since we have whistleblowers telling us there's craft that are here that are physical. They're not just interdimensional. They're physical things that are being taken and utilized and broken apart and back engineered and utilized for technology, but only for a particular set, not for everyone. So the guy also said, when you find these crafts, there's also pilots. So there's also beings in these crafts. Yeah. Beings in these crafts. These crafts are real. Um, um, the Pentagon already said uh, UFOs exist or UAPs or whatever monitor they want to change it to every other week. They said they exist. They're real. They understand the fact that these things have been coming and going and doing what the hell they want to do centuries. Yeah. You know, and whatever deals were made by whatever government and, and, and subjected all of humanity, and that I don't understand how how a group of people or a sect or a faction can say to another faction, hey, you can do this, and you know what? Take humanity and experiment on them and take a few or take a dozen or take them all. We don't care. I don't understand how people get to usurp everybody's free will and subjugate people to, you know, experiments and whatnot. You know, I've had operations, at least one operation I know was done on me, only because there was physical evidence left at the time. I was gonna say, where do you think that like that the, the, they'll ever they'll ever own up? Do you think that God and I? I hope if we get if we get just just let you know if we get cut off, it's not me. It's because I set the radio timer for two hours. So like, but I just wonder what is I, or like I an hour fifty eight. I don't know if it's gonna cut off or not. I don't want you to think I was being rude. Or, I, but, but I just want to ask you, do you think do you think that we will um ever get like uh any um. Like, what am I trying to say? This? Do you think the government will ever come clean on what's going on with the abductions, or do you think that's what what big part of this? Do you think maybe that's why 
that like they don't want to own up that they haven't been able to protect the public or something like that or does that make sense or no it, it, it does, but I think there's like several factions of government. There's the government that you and I see, then there's the factions that we don't see. So the government that we see may have had absolutely no clue as to what has been going on in these other factions. Oh, okay. So, you know, how, do we, how do we hold everybody accountable? If you, did, if you really and truly didn't know and something else branched off, yeah. You know, who's going to be held responsible? I think when it comes down to it, disclosure is you and me. Yeah. Regular people disclose all experiences. That's disclosure because that's the truth. Now, the government, if the government wants to own up to it, then there's going to be repercussions. Yeah, because, like, who's to say that they were able to, like, make decisions for the rest of the population, you know? This kind of goes back into that whole thing about, you know, like, the World Economic Forum and everything. Like, they should have never been able to say it was okay for anybody to be taken um, for, you know, um, in the first place, right? Like, that, there, nobody should ever have that right to, like, uh, have over somebody else's life, right? That's a crime against humanity. There would be... Oh my God! There's this. There could be wars started if that proves to be true. You know, hardcore truth. That's a crime against humanity. All of humanity, not just American citizens. I consider myself a citizen of this realm, not just a citizen of the United States or a particular city, New York City. I'm a, I'm a citizen of the realm. I live on this planet. This globe is what I call home now. This, this entire globe is what I consider home. So you do something to one factor, you do it to it all. You made a commitment, and now people are coming up and taking people off the planet, you know, shipping us as slaves, sex slaves, and whatnot all over the universe, the galaxy. Yes, somebody has to be held accountable. Crime against humanity. But who knows if we'll get to see that, you know, that that will become part of our actual contextual reality? I don't know. But you know when something has happened to you that you didn't cause, you didn't bring upon, clear as day. Yeah, so, yeah. And you, you, that's what I say. Like, you, sorry, I was going to say you've had the experiences. You've had, like, scoop marks, right? is what happened to me. I'm a human that was mutilated by something beyond my control. And thankfully, it healed completely, and there was never any pain, never any blood. I mean, it was cauterized and, like, lasered, whatever. But all I can say is that I have absolutely no memory of how it happened. But it happened. Now, I've had psychics tell me what exactly happened to me, Several psychics independent, and they all came back, three of them, and one is world famous. They all came back with that same story to me about who did it to me. And, it, and, and according to all three of them, it was not done out of maliciousness. It was done out of love. It was done to protect me. It was done to remove something immediately from my physical body that was going to harm me. Do you feel that? Do you, does that resonate with you, though? Does it? Does it? Or do you feel like you were hurt? Or do you, for me, because 
I'm a Leo and I'm very independent. For me, it was an intrusion. Yeah. Period. For me, it was an intrusion. It was a mutilation. Period. Now, now, all these people are telling me it was gonna love, great, great, great love for me and protectionist for me. I understand that. But with all these technologies that they have, they had to leave me scarred. I don't, I don't that does not ring true to me. It doesn't. It pisses me off. Yeah. It does not ring true to me. All the technologies you have to take me out of my tiny line, take me out of my physical residence and take me somewhere and do this to me and then deposit me back. I don't even know anything happened. I didn't even feel any pain. I didn't know until I went up to the end of the night to go take my shower. When I took my clothes off, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, I was so scared. I was so scared. I've never been scared of anything to that level in my life. Because yeah. all my life, I felt protected. I did not feel protected then. I was like, what the fuck is this on my body? And it happens on my breath. Oh my God, that's not good. God, I, I didn't realize it was how bad it was. Really bad, huh? I didn't even realize it was. I'm so sorry. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Oh my so God. I, check out my web, check out my YouTube site. I, I got the pictures on there. I put the pictures up there, and it, it's on there. I, I laid it all bare. It's up there. That's right. So, I, I, I like your YouTube. I shared one of your videos one time. What do you? Uh, how do you like doing that so far? Do you do you like it? And like, what do you? Uh, well, you're sharing like your real experiences, right? And like your information on the yeah. ET phenomenon. Yeah, my real experiences. I haven't, I haven't uploaded anything lately because my laptop got broke. But my coworker at work, I love him. He's fixing it for me this weekend so I can get my information because I have my regressions on there and I have the information from the psychics about the, the what I call it the spoofing. I call it the mutilation on there so he's fixing it for me this weekend so as soon as i can get access i'll be making more uploads to my to my channel because i gotta get this information out here i'm sure there's other people that these things have happened to and they don't have anybody to tell and i don't want their stories to die with them i want them to get it out there because especially the human mutilation one even though even if it was done out of love to protect my life i understand that and I, i'm thankful for that but why did you have to leave me with that stuff? The only reason why you would leave that is because maybe they were trying to wake me up. Yeah. I think, Rob, that I was completely woken up when that happened to me. But there's so many uh, supernatural, paranormal things that have happened to me my whole life that, that, that even that didn't wake me up. I woke up in 2020. I woke up in 2020 because of physical pain to my body, to my upper back area that came out of nowhere. I was like, what the hell? I don't even get sick. I don't catch the kind of cold. I don't get sick. I don't get blues. Nothing. And all of a sudden, the upper portion of my back is killing me. I have no explanation. There's nothing physically wrong with me from the doctors. I'm like, something is happening to me. And then I went on YouTube. I started searching around, trying to figure it out. Found out it was an ascension symptom. It was my, basically, my seraphim wings coming in. My etheric wings were growing in. So, literally, I had six wings. And they were all coming in on my back, my upper shoulders. It was excruciating. Excruciating. 
much of that pain. Then it finally just stopped. And I found out it was my wings, my etheric wings coming in. Basically, I just attaching to me in this density, invisible, but attached. It was really phenomenal. And that's what finally woke me up. So getting my body scooped out and, um, you know, having beings hold me down and <laughs> having people attempt to rape me and all of a sudden fantastical beings push me to the back of my own brain and, and talk magical, loving words out of my own mouth that would never come out of my mouth if somebody was trying to get ready to hurt me. All these fantastical things. Robert, I have my life saved. I, I guess it, I say it was an angel that saved my life when I got hit by a car when I was, you know, a field agent in, 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 at work, and he saved my life. And I don't even know how he did it. I don't even know how he did it because he told me not to get up. I was like, F you? Who the F are you? I'm getting up off this nasty ground because we got hit by impact of two cars. Me and my partner, she went down one street. I went down the other. I flew through the air. I never lost consciousness. So I was away for the whole thing. Then all of a sudden, there's this dude on my on my left shoulder telling me he saw everything. Layfield, you'll be okay. Ambulance is coming. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm looking around like, what the fuck happened? And I'm about to get up. I'm like, I'm about to get up. I'm about to get my credentials because I was a field investigator. I'm, I'm going to get up. And he was like, no, no, no. And I told him basically, F you and where to go. And I was going to get up. But I didn't. And I, and I was still on the ground when the ambulance came who was with me. He said my name. He said, Lori, everything's going to be okay. I saw everything. I looked up at this man. He was beautiful. He had these cerulean blue eyes. And he had a, a, a police officer's uniform on. So I thought he was just a cop. But at the end of the day, after the investigation and the court and everything, this person didn't exist. Oh, my God. What do you think he was? I, all, since that happened to me all these years ago, I said, he must have been my guardian angel. But now people are saying that it could have been an aspect of your own higher self that came down to save you. That's so deep. So I don't know. I really feel like the guardian angel. Yeah. Yeah, it could be, right? I mean, I, it's tough to, it's tough to say. Police officer Lori, were you? Were you, I didn't know that about no, you. No, I was. I was. I was a New York City fraud investigator. Oh, okay. That's you know, interesting. But our field was just like NYPD. Oh, okay. And he saved my. Rob, well, he saved my life. I'm a very stubborn, opinionated person. You think Daryl's bad? I'm. Ninety seconds. And this guy, this stranger, is telling me to stay on the ground. The ground is dirty. I'm a girl. Oh, it doesn't work for me. And I don't know how he did it, Rob, but I did. 
didn't get up. Now, when I got to the hospital and did my x-ray, they said, if I would have stood up, because I had a broken tibia and fibula, um, fibula in my left leg, they said if I would have stood up and put any amount of pressure on that leg, seconds. that bone would have went up through my femoral artery, and I would have bled out in the ambulance before they could even got me to the hospital. Oh shit, Lori, we got. Oh, they're telling me in the chat. I only have one minute left. I should have made this episode longer. It's gonna cut us off. But um, can you come back on maybe again? And and and, and uh, like, will you come? Will you? I mean, we could finish telling the story. Are you still there? Um. Okay, I'm sorry. I I should have scheduled the episode longer. Like I I, I when I'm doing it on Blog Talk Radio through my computer. So like or through Streamyard. So like I only scheduled the Blog Talk Radio episode for two hours. Like, but I can still be on YouTube. But I'm gonna I'm just gonna I might as well just get off because like it's gonna kick me off here anyway. So ten seconds. Oh, it's in about ten seconds. Yeah, thank you, Lori. That was awesome. And uh, all right, well, have a good night. And uh, all right, I'm going to end the call. And uh, that's it for that. And then, guys, I just want to uh, thank everybody who tuned in tonight. Um, I'll put um, if you want to if you want to support the show, you can. I'm not going to monetize this video because we talked about some like controversial topics. But the monetization isn't a lot anyway. If you guys want to donate to the show, you can PayPal me. Um, if you want to, but what I always say, we might as well get something for your money. Use one of the affiliates, like use one of the affiliates that we have happy hippo kratom there. They have, they have, I, I use their product. I use it before every show. I take a little bit of happy hippo kratom. Sheila Jeet, I use that before I run from healthy nutrition, LLC. You can book a reading with Deborah Moffitt. Um, who else do I have in there? Tacky on living for energy products. And then who's, and then, uh, Indigo Angel, Starseed Activators. I vouch by all those products. So, uh, I mean, and so if you buy any of that it, it, and, and you use the links that are in my shows, it, it helps me out. But, um, I usually put the links in the shows. I didn't know I was gonna if I was gonna keep this up because I didn't know if this was gonna work out tonight. So I'll put all the links in the description. But if you decide you want to do something, if you want to donate, you can always donate to my PayPal or buy a shirt or in, or just keep watching because like I'm gonna keep doing this. I realize this is like really like my life's calling. I really truly believe this. Like I there's no there's no doubt at this point. Like. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I just got to find better ways to monetize it. But like, I'm not crying. I'm not like, you know, trust me, I'm not crying. I, I think the universe will figure it out a way because like, I really want to keep doing this. I love talking to you guys. Tonight ended up being fun. And yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go and, uh, and all right, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night and thank you. Thank you, everyone.